We the mafia. 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 Welcome to the Mafia Cast. How are we doing today, Casey? Good. It's always a good day when you beat the Patriots. It is a victory week, and what a weekend it was. Uh, everything that could go right went right. Everything that needed to be done was done, and the Bills find themselves in first place, not just in the division, but in the entire AFC. Oh, but I thought we were terrible. I thought we were just – I thought we were in a oh, landslide yeah, yeah. like everybody was saying, and we were just complete frauds and couldn't do anything right, and Josh Allen was was – everything in the past has been a fluke and we're seeing what he really is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was told. That's what I read on Twitter. That's what I was hearing uh, from some of the media. Like, you know, bills are they're They're on the downslide. They're, they're not going to recover this and that. And, and here we are. Um, a lot happened as has happened over the last, you know, a couple of weeks with, you know, the scheduling uh, injuries and things like that. But before we get into that, just want to make a quick little announcement here. As you all know, we have part recently partnered with Spoon Liquor Cakery. So uh, you got a sweet tooth for a big party coming up and need some delicious cookies or cupcakes. Just call Sarah at Spoon Liquor Cakery for all your baking needs. You can give her a call at 315-283-6770. You can also find her on Facebook uh, page, Spoon Liquor Cakery. And mention the Mafia cast sent you for a 10% discount on your order. Um, Casey. Uh, man, let me, I, I gotta ask you, first of all, you watched the game last Thursday. Personally, I felt pretty comfortable throughout the entire game. Even before the game, I wasn't too concerned when the game was over and you realized, oh crap, if the Dolphins and Chiefs lose, we're in first place. Did you think that that was legitimately a possibility? Like, did you, were you confident that that was going to happen? Absolutely. I mean, the 49ers are like one of the few teams that are set up to beat teams like Miami and Buffalo to where. They control the clock. They play really good defense. Um, they acquired Christian McCaffrey for a reason, to run the football, to have the short little checkdowns, to keep their offense on the field, What meanwhile keeping Tua or Josh Allen off. Um, and the Chiefs, I mean, we've seen them lose to the Bengals now three straight times. I think the Bengals yeah. are one of the best teams in all of football. I mean, I said it at the beginning of the season, even through their struggles with the, with the new offensive line. Yeah, it was a new offensive line. It takes a minute for them to gel, but I, I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't surprised. I mean, I was probably one of the biggest proponents of trying to speak it into his existence. I just <laughs> had that feeling. I was like, everything is. Once the Bills won, I was like, this is. I was like, this is it. Like the chips are starting to fall into place. I was like, and all yeah. the making and all the makings are there for it to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, before we before I say what I think, let me just officially start the show. Um, you know, I, I gotta be honest, I was thinking about the Bengals and Chiefs, and yes, I know that obviously there's a possibility of the Bengals winning that game, but they already beat them twice in a row. I really did not, I was not confident they could do it a third time. Like, it, it is difficult to beat anybody three consecutive times, let alone a really good team. Um, I, I don't know personally that the Bengals are like a better team necessarily than the chiefs. I just think they match up well with them uh, because there's been some games this year. The Bengals didn't look that good. They, they looked like the average team. I, I think it's more of a matchup situation. 
And I think it's a situation that if, uh, you know, when we come into the playoffs, um, I think the Bills match up with the Chiefs in a lot of the same ways. Not quite the same level because T. Higgins kind of tips the scales as far as that duo of Chase and Higgins versus what we have with Davis and and uh, and Diggs. But um, I think that Chiefs defense is a problem, like and, and, a, and a bad way for them, good way for the, for the league. And it always has been, right? Like, and somehow they still find a way. But you, know, you look at the current playoff standings, you got Buffalo, you got Miami, I'll throw them in there, and Cincinnati. Those are three teams that can put up points quick. I, I don't know that Chiefs can survive. They may not be the team we face in the AFC Championship game, assuming we make it, which, you know, I'm pretty confident we get there. But what, what do you think about the possibility of that conference championship game being somebody other than the Chiefs? I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think it would be either the Chiefs or Cincinnati. I don't think the Dolphins have the defense that the other three teams have, um, meaning us, the Chiefs, and the Bengals. I think Miami's defense is it's hit or miss. You know, it's kind of streaky. You know, it's they played very well against Buffalo in the beginning of that game. Um, they also, but then you see what happened against the 49ers. I mean, they couldn't stop. A hole yeah. in the bucket. Um, the bangle the Bengals with Jesse Bates back there at safety. Um, he I mean, he's damn good. He locks him down. Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, Pratt linebacker, and Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson at, at the edges. I mean that's that's a really good front seven right there. You know, or, or most yeah. of it anyway. Um, and I mean the Chiefs, they're young, they're inexperienced, kind of like the Jets are, but they're good. They have the talent. Um, McDuff between McDuffie and Karloftis and. Um, Nick, especially Nick Bolton in the middle. I mean, he is one hell of a linebacker. Um, but I, I, I still won't bet against the Chiefs. It's kind of like no. the time. It's kind of like the Tom Brady thing, you know, back when he was with the Patriots. <laughs> he, he can't really bet against him. It's still Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. But now we've got we've got Mahomes and and Mahomes and Reid versus Allen and McDermott, which is like everybody said, the new Brady and uh, Manning. Yeah, and I, I think it is. I am. Maybe you can kind of throw Burrow in there as that Ben Roethlisberger. You know, the he's, guy just. I'd say he's Drew along. Brees. I'd say he's Drew Brees. Uh, well, yeah, well, I'm talking he's, about just like in the AFC though, because Brees was more it was yeah. NFC. But, um, I I really don't know what to think of Burrow. Like the whole like smoking the cigars and the whole image, I I don't like. <laughs> Oh, see, think it's that's you much. being like, old. I love it. <laughs> well, okay, so I asked this question, though. At what point does that swag become arrogance? And then everybody hates him for it. When he, starts playing, like, with... when he starts playing like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but. <laughs> no, I, I mean, until he can't back it up, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and going throughout his college career, you didn't hear or see a peep out of him until he won that championship game and that video of him smoking the cigar came out, you know, and then he kind of, and then he used that. I mean, he used that um, as kind of like a, like you said, an image as he came into the NFL and everybody kind of needs that. He used it for branding and stuff like that, you know, Joe cool, but he, I I like it. I I mean, it's as as long as he's playing well there's, and he's not and he's not Joe playing Cole. terrible. There's only one Joe Cole in the hey NFL. Man, generations, bro. Generations. <laughs> Joe Montana will forever be Joe Cole. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, I, I kind of compare that to the whole that whole idea of uh, swag versus arrogance. So like Tom Brady, like uh, people can't they say he's arrogant. They say he's this, he's that. And personally, I think it's just comp- competitiveness. Like a lot of times that comes across the same. Diggs is the same way. People labeled him as a diva and not a team player. It's a competitive edge about them that that kind of, you know, that gives them that aura, I guess, about them. I think the difference with like Josh Allen, because we all know how competitive he is. I think the difference is with him versus Brady is Allen's just a more friendly guy. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just your old, you know, neighbor that you're going to go out and shoot or, uh, you know, hit golf balls with over a beer. Um, that's not Tom Brady. Not to say he won't go hit golf balls with you, but I don't think he's going to sit there and, you know, chill and drink a beer. Um, Tequila, apparently, but yeah. <laughs> so, getting back to the to the uh, the game, really quick. They so the Patriots had that I don't know what was it fifty one yard screen I think it was to the a defensive back, <laughs> um, which to me says a lot about the Patriots' offense that you have to resort to some kind of silly little. I don't know, gadget play, if you will, using a person that's not even on the offensive side of the ball to generate any kind of uh, yardage or, or points. But they got that score, and it's funny, on Twitter, I believe that was Hamlin, kind of, you know, people are like, oh, my gosh, Hamlin gave that up, da, da, da. But, I mean, Hamlin's been playing really well. That was that one play. They gave that up. We've talked about this in the past. For whatever reason, Buffalo always seems to have one play every game that the opposing offense breaks on them. But uh, after that, it was they had nothing, nothing at all. The defense played great. Um, I will say this about Mac Jones. I didn't realize he could move around like that. He did a pretty good job avoiding that pass rush. I don't think he knew he could do that. <laughs> uh, who yeah. knew bags of milk had legs? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen our pass rush get a couple of those sacks, but – you know, I'll give props to Mac Jones for getting out of those and running around. And unfortunately, it, it cost one of our, you know, Jordan Phillips an injury diving for the legs. I haven't heard anything specifically about it, but you and I were talking before we went on the show here about them calling up uh, CJ Brewer. Or is it CJ? Yeah. Brewer. And uh, how that could be a bad sign for Jordan Phillips' availability this week and going forward. What do you think about that? I think you're right. I mean, cutting Marquez Stevenson, I mean, I don't think anybody's really heartbroken over that. He hasn't done much. I mean, in the small and the small I feel span, bad for him, but yeah. I agree. Um availability is the best ability. I mean, you hear it all the time throughout the NFL. Yeah, and yeah. I think he I don't honestly know the actual number. I think he's maybe played what, two games two or three games in his professional career in the regular season, I'm saying. Um so obviously yeah, he hasn't he hasn't made an impact at all. He's just kind of been there as a hopeful, um, and it just hasn't worked out. Uh, CJ Brewer, maybe they need something on him, like you said. If this is a bad sign for Jordan Phillips, and hey, at least we had him waiting in the wings. Um, yeah, I also I, don't think that CJ Brewer being called up is automatically negates a certain someone signing here, though. And we'll talk about that in a minute. I want to throw this comment up here. Because uh, I agree, actually. Aaron Rodgers more arrogant than anyone we've mentioned so far. Yeah. I, no I agree 100% with that. I do think that I don't feel like Aaron Rodgers is 
a leader. Yeah, he's a great player, one of the best to play the position. Um, I think somebody like Tom Brady, as much as I know Bills fans don't like him, I think he is a good leader. I think people rally around him. They they play better for him. Uh, same thing with Josh Allen. We see that and hear that all the time. Uh, people, they want to play for him. Um, you know, we, talk, we hear them talking about they would go to war with him as their leader and stuff like that. That's not AR at all. And oh. these last couple of years especially has shown me that about him. Um, so, which is a little disappointing, you know, you, yeah. you, you want the stars of the league to be, to be different, but teach their own, I suppose. I mean, I, I've, I'd like Aaron Rodgers as a player. I mean, he's kind of an a-hole, you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> he, he is. He yeah. just, I mean, the guy doesn't talk to anybody in his family. He's had more girlfriends <laughs> than I've changed underwear in the last week. Um, I just, I mean, not to like harp on the guy or drag him through the mud. I mean, obviously he's done quite well for himself, but it it's, nobody's clamoring to go play for him. I mean, hell, they had to sign, sign Sammy Watkins. There's Dude. about three teams shy of playing for everybody in the league. Exactly. <laughs> I think he's finally surpassed uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, Sammy Watkins, that's a conversation for another day. That one is so fr- – I've seen some stuff. I'm okay, we're going to go ahead and go off on this tangent. I've seen – you know, sometimes people post the questions or polls or whatever on Twitter. Um, one of the questions – that, and actually this is one that I posted up a long time ago, but um, name a trade, like name the worst trade in Bill's history. You know, uh, that one came up a lot. And for me, it is. The trade to move up to get Sammy Watkins – was one of the worst things that we could have done. Now, how he's panned out to become what he they said he would be, it would have been fine. I wouldn't have had a problem with the two first-round picks to get to move up for him. But he is so far from anything elite oh, in this God. league. Like, m- maybe above average, maybe. I would even but I feel like that trade at best. Yeah, that trade really set the team back even, even more than they already were at that point. Um, but it, it – in your mind, has there been a worse trade? Has there been something else that sticks out to you? They're like, yeah, that that was not good. I mean, best best trade, top of my head, easiest is Kiko Alonso for LaShawn McCoy. I mean, that was that was a good trade, yeah. That that was amazing. Worst trade. I was young, younger when the Sammy Watkins <laughs> trade happened, so I don't exactly remember who was taken behind him. But I remember I loved Sammy coming out of Clemson. I was so excited. to Like, I was so excited to get him. Because I watched him all through college. So I was like, this is one hell of a player. He, he's, I mean, he's going to do really well. Um, yeah. I, but, I, God, you got to be right. I think it's that's got to be the worst trade that's ever been made. Either that, I mean, you can't really say Calvin Benjamin. I mean, was he a great oh, yeah. player? No, but they didn't give the farm like they did for Sammy Watkins. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they gave up a little bit, but nothing. Yeah. That one was definitely a, not a not a good one either. Um, oh, I, w- I was fist pumping when we when we signed, when we traded for Calvin Benjamin and I hate myself for it. <laughs> that shows you how I, bad the drought years were though, dude. The fact well, yeah, that I was I, yeah. stoked we got Calvin Benjamin. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I was so excited. And then I was like, yep. Yeah, it's more the same. I, I was actually at work and I was walking through the atrium at work and and my 
a buddy of mine that I work with who's also a Bills fan, he comes like running across down the hallway. I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, we just traded for Kelvin Benjamin. I was like, what? No way. Cause that was after his rookie year. That was really like, good. He was, he played well in Carolina. Yeah. He was a good player at that time. And, and to finally, as we thought, get somebody that could be a true wide receiver one, like we thought it was exciting. And then he quickly uh, proved to us that, you know, uh, a Whopper and donuts were more important to him than winning football games. I was going to say he discovered garbage plates and hot wings. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's a better analogy. I, I, so I pulled this up really quick because you mentioned uh, not knowing who was drafted after Sammy Watkins. So let me go through this list. I'm going to hate this list and I know it. Yeah. Khalil Mack. Um, who's a Buffalo guy. I mean, he yep. went to university of Buffalo. So that was frustrating. Uh, Mike Evans. Oh my God. Anthony Barr. Eh. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> and look, here we are clamoring seven years yeah. later, eight years yeah. later, whatever it is. Here's another good one for you. I don't know. This guy's pretty good. I think Aaron Donald. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, Zach Martin, CJ Mosley, um, Brandon Cooks, even. Um, let's see. All the guys Ford. that would still probably, probably be on this team still. Yeah. Kelvin you know? Benjamin was part of that draft. I did not realize that. That makes me want to shoot myself in the face even more. <laughs> oh, my God. What do we do? Come out of that draft of the two worst wide receivers? Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, Demarcus. Demarcus Lawrence uh, came in. He was in the second round drafted. Thank God. Um, and, and I would have liked to, to have seen that one because Demarcus Lawrence is a Boise State guy. In fact, I have his autograph sitting over here on my shelf um, that my my daughter got for me when he came into town. And I don't know, a couple months it was. Actually, before the season started, I think it was. But uh, he was in town, and she she's a manager at a local like bowling alley slash arcade slash bar slash sports thing. <laughs> Um, she didn't know who he was, but she had to ask somebody. So she texted me and she's like, Demarcus Lawrence is here. I was like, you should probably try to give me an autograph. I know he plays for the Cowboys, but that's okay. Hey, <laughs> it, hey if they're a fan, if they played for your college team, it's okay. That's like, yeah, that's yeah. my personal rule. Yeah, that's a good rule. Uh, Derek Carr was taken in that draft in round two. Um, which, which is interesting to, to kind of think about this and, it actually kind of brings up a thought I had earlier today, too. I was actually going to post it up on Twitter uh, later just to see what people think, and I may still do that. But if you think back to all the drafts in the past, pre-2017 when we took um, uh, Josh Allen, from year 2000 through 2016, what quarterbacks did we miss out on? I know Tom Brady's in that list. I know Aaron Rodgers in that list. If you could go back in time and tell Buffalo to take these guys, knowing that we would not get Josh Allen today because we wouldn't need him, so they wouldn't have drafted him, would you do that? Or would you I mean, go Tom through Brady, a 17-year drought and still get Josh Allen now? That's a good question. <laughs> do those do those quarterbacks come with the Super Bowls they've won? We don't know because it would be a completely different team. There would be no Bill Belichick, obviously. Uh, you wouldn't have potentially. You wouldn't have Devontae Adams. Maybe you would. I, I need know. all the parameters. You would completely, completely change the roster. I need all the parameters. <laughs> um, 
Just yeah, knowing just, how good they became. Not just because I love Josh Allen, probably not. <laughs> I, I'm going to put that yeah. on Twitter tomorrow morning. I want to see what Bill's Mafia thinks about that. And if there's anybody listening, put it in the comments. I'm I'm curious. Please do. Yeah, I'm. Th- this is hard. This is a good one. This is this is a very tough question. Like I said, if it if Tom Brady comes to us with seven Super Bowls, then hell yeah, I'm taking Tom Brady. <laughs> but if we're getting Cam Newton, who didn't win us a Super Bowl, but got us, but got us excitement, no, I'd rather stick with the unknown with Josh Allen. No, yeah. would I rather have Dak Prescott? No, um, Aaron Rodgers with his one Super Bowl, yeah. Um, God, that's tough. That is tough. What would Here's you do? One. Tom Brady's a definite yes, even though I can't stand him. <laughs> uh, and some of the other guys, and I'll answer that question in a minute. Some of those other guys, uh, Ben Roethlisberger falls into that category. Drew Brees falls into that category. Even Matt Ryan. Like these are all guys that we could have could have had in drafts. Um, instead, we've got you know the EJ Manuals and the Jeff Tools of the world uh, playing for us. Um, for me. When you have a franchise quarterback, as we can see and have shown with Buffalo, it changes the franchise immensely. Guys want to come to your franchise to play. Even if it's Aaron Rodgers, you have a championship caliber team. They want to come there. Uh, How many times have we heard free agent wide receivers say, I want to go where they've got a good quarterback already. So I love you, Josh Allen. 17 years of a drought was miserable. Give me, yeah, give me one of those other guys with the hopes of winning some Super Bowls. Now, would you say that Von Miller is the first player to come play for Buffalo because of Josh Allen? No. Who well, you say is sort of, sort of. I know that there have been some that have re-signed with Buffalo because of Josh Allen. Shaq Lawson um, and Jordan Phillips, yeah. yeah yes. Um, uh, but I don't think Matt that's really – Yes, but I, I mean I'm 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 speaking from outside free agents. I'm sure there's probably some of them, but no bigger name of course than Von Miller. Because I was just thinking about it that the only player that's come and said I'm coming here from an outside free agent specifically to play with Josh Allen is Von Miller, and the next one would be Odell. Um, but you haven't really. We haven't really seen that yet. Haven't seen like the wave of players that the Patriots received um, when they had Brady. But also, you, the Chiefs haven't either. No, they haven't. They didn't land a big fish wide receiver in the past. Yeah, in, um, this past I, offseason. But I, I wonder if that's more uh, the organization not pursuing that, as opposed True. to, you know, the the opposite of that. Um, I'm pretty sure this is your uncle. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, nope, don't want him. Oh, definitely Uncle Joe. <laughs> uh, Drew Brees, that's one that's a yes. I love Drew Brees. Uh, he's yeah. one of my favorites. I was a modified quarterback and wore number nine because of Drew Brees because I didn't have a favorite Bills quarterback. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't know, feel I, like wearing J.P. Lossman or Trent Edwards. Uh, you know, I have to to, to tell the story. Um well, actually, this reminds me of another story because I told my wife I was going to tell this story on the show today, but I'll give it to that one later. So 
if we go back to the drought and I was talking about how miserable it was, I have this thing when I play like Madden or even NCAA back in the day, I like to build teams. So when I played Madden, I could be Buffalo and it was cool because I could rebuild them. I can't do that now. (laughs) They're just already good. So I turn it on. I'm like, well, this is kind of boring. I'm just going to go win a Super Bowl. (laughs) See, that's why you got to sit and do what I do. And it's very annoying, but sit there and do franchise draft and franchise draft until you get a top. You have to have a top two pick in order to get Josh Allen. And then I build my team out from there. (laughs) But it'll probably take you about 20 tries. Yeah. (laughs) That's another reason why I cannot wait for NCAA next year. But we'll talk. I'm sure we're going to. You know, we'll talk about that next year when we get closer to that. So um, I'm getting kind of hungry. I feel <laughs> I feel like we should have some wings. Yeah, you think so? I do. So I'm going to let you take this. So we have a new segment for wings called Wings of the Week. It's new to some, old to some. I used to do it when Ronnie and I previously worked for another unnamed company. There you and go. It was. It seemed to be a hit. People really enjoyed these. I this wings of the week is I would highlight one player from the previous game or a coach or front office player who I thought deserved recognition and might have gone either under the radar or are starting to ha- have a breakout game. And I thought that this was a good week to bring this back because the guy who gets this wings of the week is James Cook. He has in my opinion, started to really move the needle in the running back room. Um, we saw Devin Singletary lose snaps to him last week. Yeah. I mean, I tr- truly he did in that second half. He he had twenty he had twenty one touches or twenty total touches for hundred and five total yards with sixty four on the ground and forty one through the air. I mean, yeah, Devin he- Singletary's put up those numbers, but he doesn't look as explosive as James Cook yeah. does. Not even remotely. Like I, I love, uh, I love Singletary. We've talked about it here on the show. Um, he's one of my favorites. But when you see Dalvin, or I'm sorry, <laughs> James Cook, uh, get the ball and take off with it, it he just, it, yeah, so much quicker. Um, everything about it is just, it's just a home run every time. Like when he. Yeah, I, I want to see more of them. Um, I do have a feeling that by the time we get to the playoffs, he's going to be outpacing Singletary for touches, whether that's in the pass game um, or 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 the run game or you know a combination of the two. And he might have outpaced him this last one because he had a lot of catches in that in that last game. Yeah, he went six for six at, um, receiving on attempts. I mean, that's pretty damn good. You saw in a couple of plays to where he was. He just ran a little curl coming out of the out of the backfield, where the line kind of got in the in in between he and Josh Allen, and you saw him be able to move in between the gaps of that line to stay in Josh Allen's eyesight in order to keep that ball moving. On the specific play I'm thinking about, it was a just a three th- little three yard check down just over the line. Josh Allen let, took what he was given, but James Cook's ability and burst ability to turn that two yard check down into a 14 yard gain is a big difference than Devin Singletary just trying to make one guy miss and get, you know, manage six, seven yards and then keeping it into third down instead of getting a new set of downs. 
James Cook just looks like he can bring every touch, I mean, every touch to the house. And I know everybody was hating on him early in the year. Yes, he had some drops. He looked, he looked nervous. I mean, he looked, he looked like the stage was too big for him. And not that I yeah. thought it was too big for him. I think he just needed time to adjust. He's young. He's 21 mm-hmm. years old, you know, I and mean, he's barely able to drink. He, yes, he came from a national <laughs> championship tra- team last year from Georgia, but that's a whole different ball game than it is playing. Well, even in Georgia, he wasn't the guy. No, he he was the pass catching running back. Yeah. Um. So I, I think James Cook is one hell of a player. I mean, he's seventh in the league at, in yards per carry, at five point seven. I mean, the last rookie running back to perform like that was Devin Singletary for the Bills. You know, I mean, and that yeah. was when he was tied with Derrick Henry for first in yards in yards per carry. Yeah, um, I I I think it's just a matter of time before Cook breaks one at 50, 60, 70 yard, whether it's just in a screen, uh, you know, a underneath route or or you know a run, whatever the case is, he's due. I in the last couple of games he's had a player like oh 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 there we go oh dang it they got a shoestring, he's gonna get one. Agreed. Absolutely. And he and he's able also able to run between the tackles. Everybody said he was too thin. He's not strong enough. He can't get through the tackles. And here here they are running him off tackle, you know, ISOs right and going north and south instead of east and west, ha- having him try to beat everybody around the corner. They're pounding it right at him. And he's showing the ability to run through defenders, around defenders, and, and away from the defenders. I, yeah. I've been in love with James Cook since last year in Georgia. He was my draft darling when they drafted him. After trading back twice, I was thrilled. <laughs> I was to the moon. This was the one back that the Bills were missing last year. And I knew every anything was going to be better as running back two than Zach Moss. So I was Agreed. Agreed. I'm glad I'm glad he's finally getting his moment. He's getting his opportunity. And James Cook, enjoy your wings. Yep, yep, love it, love it. Uh, this is going to be a new thing every week, so stay tuned for that. Um, and hey, if you got some suggestions, you got a player you want recognized, hit us up on Twitter and be like, hey, Wings of the Week, here's my guy. Um, and maybe it'll be the same one for Casey, maybe it won't be. Um, but uh, we're looking forward to seeing you know you know who you you pick for the next game. I, I my hope is that after the game Sunday. There's like four or five guys that can they can win it. Like that we just completely destroy the Jets. Now I will say this: I actually have never met a Jets fan, even on social media, that I didn't like. Like I, I don't know what it is. Everyone I've ever come across, everyone I've I've, I've inter- interacted with on social media, they've been cool. These Do you want to know why? Are... Because Jets fans know have known they've sucked the last. 30 years, just like the Bills fans. So we understand each other. We know what it's like to suck. And so do we talk trash? Yes, we talk trash. But we still have that genuine respect. Dolphins fans, right here. <laughs> yeah, I man, I tell you what, some of the stuff, like after that game, uh, and then they just immediately go to Twitter and be like, well, this, well, that. I'm like, just they got their butts kicked. Like, by I, I don't mystery even, relevant, yeah. yeah, mystery relevant did them in, um, yeah. So that game in a couple of weeks, which um, you're going to be absolutely. Mike and I are going to the Dolphins game, baby, next Saturday. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to that. And like I said, I do expect to see some sort of massive sign um, 
just so you know the big arrow pointing down like this is me i don't know whatever oh something because you got to get on tv i, I want to see it on tv where you will see yourself somewhere ronnie i <laughs> promise you <laughs> mike has been mike's been working on it <laughs> all right so before we get ahead of ourselves i know a lot of bills fans are like hey can we take one game at a time and i understand that some people might think we're looking ahead to the dolphins in a little bit yes we are because that's the one that i personally cannot wait for I'm not a player. I don't have to worry about looking ahead. <laughs> I'm a fan. It's what I do, right? Uh, but this, this game coming in against the Jets, that defense is very good. Um, I believe they are, I think I saw number four in the league. Um, are you concerned with this game? They, they've they switched. They've got a new quarterback who's played well at times. Uh, even last week, he had well over 300 yards. Granted, I think he threw like 50-something passes. 59 um, of them. Yeah, so are you worried? I mean, how can you not be? I mean, we lost to Zach Wilson last time. I mean, he Zach Wilson looked great against us. Um, no, I wouldn't say great. Hey, man, look, I mean, they just didn't ask him to. According win. to Dolphins fans, QBR is what <laughs> QBR is what matters, and he had a QBR through the roof that game. So that's, that's MVP that's Zach Wilson, according to Dolphins <laughs> fans. True. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm always nervous. I'm a Bills fan. You know, we still have, I still have that deep, dark fear that any day that the floor could fall out from underneath us. Um, and I think we all kind of got a jolt of that when we lost Vaughn. Um, we, well, when we thought we lost Vaughn for a very long time, not just the four weeks. Um, I mean, Hopefully, obviously yeah. Im- immediately everybody thought, okay, season ending, you know, see you next year. And more than likely than not, he'll be back to the playoffs um, in my opinion. But I think, I think the freeness of the Jets' offense is kind of what scares me a little bit. I feel like Robert Sal is letting Mike White go out there and be like, he doesn't, and talking to the other coaches and be like, he doesn't know he sucks. Let's just let him go, you know, and just let yeah. him, just let him play. Just call a play. Hey, make make something happen. Don't be afraid to take chances because what's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to get benched again. Okay, been there, done that twice, and here he is still yeah. outplaying the starter. I do think yeah. the Bills are com- will come out victorious. I mean, it's we're playing at home again. I don't think the Bills are going to be overlooking the Jets like they did last time. I think I don't think that Josh Allen's going to be held to under what was it, two hundred yards passing or just over two hundred yards passing. I don't think he's going to rush for eighty six yards again. I think he and Diggs are going to find a way to eat, and the offense is going to get back on track. Yeah, I. It'll be interesting to see what they do before we kind of get too more too deep into the game, because uh, there are some some other stats that I kind of came across related to the Jets and their pass defense. But there's some other stuff going on in the league too, um, with the Bills and with the you know the NFL. One of our own guys we heard today was nominated as the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year. Good old big boy Deion Dawkins. I mean, all the work he's go. done in the community is insane. I mean, we saw um, – I'm pretty sure – I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but he's matching up with somebody that we know quite well in order to do more charity work. Um, I, I've seen him on commercials on TV, and also, like, I was just watching football. I think it was Sunday, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, that, that's that's Deion Dawkins. I was like – Yeah, a, I, what was a, that commercial for? I – it was something to do with the schools, I believe. I want to say, um, yeah, it, w- it was I, Sunday, I so I might like, have had a buzz. 
that's Neon. <laughs> exa- exactly. I was like, oh, whoa, okay. And then, but then to see him come out as the player year of the year um, nominee or man of the year nominee, I just thought that was so cool. And I was very happy for him. I know he goes back to his hometown all the time whenever he gets the opportunity to, and he works with, and he works with the community and does anything and everything he can. Um, Cause he's from a smaller town, kind of like I am. So that's, it's very nice, you know, to see the players remember their roots. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And I hope he gets recognized or wins it. Obviously he's getting the recognition for the work that he does. Uh, but to my knowledge, we've never had the Walter Payton man of the year. And um, that's a pretty prestigious award. Like it's right up there with the league MVP. And, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, so uh, I hope he gets it, you know, and if we can help promote that here and get some of those votes or, you know, whatever, I'm all for it. Um, so other news around, uh, what did you, did you catch? Oh, I'm sure you probably did the, the commanders and the giants game. Uh, I'm kind of hearing some rumblings that Dayball was playing for a tie uh, because it kept him up in the, you know, the, the, the seatings kept him uh, in the sixth spot, I believe it is. Do you think that's what he was doing? Did, like, legit, did he think in his mind, you know what? Let's just go for the tie here because it's going to benefit us. I think it got to – towards the end, it got to the point to where both teams were like, I think this is better for both of us to just to not lose. Um, I kind of got that feeling um, right at the very end to where they were like, all right, let's let's just not lose. <laughs> Get, let's not give the game away. You know what I'm saying? They were still trying to win, but they were being very cautious. And I'd say that about Washington, too. It seemed like in the overtime, they weren't taking as many risks, as many um, big shots. They kind of kept Heineke more in check yeah. than, they, than they had in the fourth quarter, which I thought my wife had gotten home in the middle of the third quarter, and she was so excited. And I, I thought Heineke was going to pull his magic out again and just absolutely go nuclear and score that last game winning touchdown. <laughs> it just didn't happen. I, you know, it, I don't know. It's funny that you, you said well ago, um, both teams recognizing that it was more beneficial to tie. And we look back to last season between the Raiders and chargers and coach Staley had an opportunity to go into the, the, the playoffs with a tie he calls that timeout late in that overtime, and at that point, the Raiders are like, "Well, okay, then <laughs> we're going to beat you now." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who knows what people were actually thinking, whether and that's you know truth or not. But I mean, what else could Staley have been thinking? Like, he doesn't call a timeout. That game ends in a tie, and then the Chargers are in the playoffs for the first time, as far as I can remember, in a long, long time. And the, the Steelers would have been would have been left out. It's just an interesting. I guess a uh, way of, you know, different ways of coaches thinking. And um, uh, sometimes I, I wish I could be like, almost like a fly on the wall on some of these coaches meetings or even on the sidelines and just listen to the, the conversations that are going on in those headsets and stuff. Uh, I, I think that would be cool if the league, you know, they always mic up players for the game and then you kind of hear it throughout the week. Oh, like, that'd be awesome. Like if we could play some of those conversations, <laughs> What the? Beep? It what might the be. Beep? It might be R-rated. <laughs> but how cool would that be to hear the conversation going on between, you know, the quarterback and the OC and the the, the DC and the head coach and everybody else involved? And I think it'd be kind of cool. Kind of oh, cool. Absolutely. I've always wondered 
I want to know the exact chain of command as to how the plays come into Josh Allen. I want to know whether it goes to it goes straight from Ken Dorsey to McDermott to Allen or um, Dorsey to Allen and uh, Joe Brady and McDermott just hear it in the background and McDermott has the ability to ch- to chime in. You know, like the ability, like just he can change it if he if need, he feels need be, or yeah. if everything's just a fluid situation. You know, and it just runs straight down the pipeline. And maybe Brady's the one that ends up relaying it to Josh Allen. Who and who knows? Yeah, who knows? But I, I, I think yeah. it'd be so cool, so much fun. It would be. It would be. Um, in other news, maybe you've heard there's a free agent wide receiver out there, Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The name's cropped up, I don't know, once or twice in the last 48 hours or so. No, I'm the proponent for bringing him on, but I want to – I. I I think I know that you are as well, right? Um, but this news coming out of Dallas about whether or not he is fit to play, I guess, if he's physically able to play yet, what do you think about that? I think Brandon Bean has done his own homework, and I I think Dallas is kind of trying to run the price down a little bit. Um, but I don't – I trust Brandon Mean, I mean, especially when it comes to injury. I and mean, we see them not draft players that have had injury um, issues. Um, and specifically, mainly like I, what comes to mind is Andrew Booth last year. Um, I, I was a big proponent of taking Andrew Booth out of Clemson over Kyrie Elam. I will, I will admit it. I loved Booth. Um, I just, I don't know. I would, I, I trust Brandon Bean. That's all I, like, I don't, yeah. Oh, if Odell says he's okay, if the, if the Bills doctors say he's okay, you know, then why the hell not? You know, maybe, but maybe Dallas just did find something the Bills missed or just didn't see, you know? I mean, it's possible, right? I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, it's a comment I personally don't agree with, but I'm going to share it all the same. Just say don't no OBJ, poison the locker room. Hopefully the Cowboys are not trying to blow smoke. I don't know if they're trying to blow smoke or not, but the part I don't necessarily agree with is the poison the locker room. I think he got a bad rap, uh, similar to similar to Diggs. I mean, coming over, everybody was, said the same stuff about Stefan Diggs. And now we see him. We've seen him with the team and in that locker room and with Josh Allen specifically. He is so far from the, those descriptions and that narrative of him when he first came over. And when OBJ was first with the Giants, that's all you heard, that he's a diva and he's this, he's that. Same things we heard about Diggs. But when he went to the Rams – well, let's even go back to the to the Browns. We kind of heard some of the same stuff, right? Um, and and everybody wondered, well, you know, is it is it uh, Mayfield? Is it OBJ? I think we know the answer to that now. <laughs> now that we've seen, you know, uh, Mayfield, you know, light it up. <laughs> Said no one. <laughs> well, yeah, um, light it up. <laughs> but when I hear Von Miller talk about OBJ and the type of person that he is, the the teammate that he is, the presence that he is. He's 30 years old now. Maybe he maybe he was a diva in his 20s. A lot of us were. <laughs> you know? I'm in maybe my 20s and I sure as hell am. <laughs> we know, we know. <laughs> um I if it helps the team get that Super Bowl, I'm I'm all for it. Here's the part that I am a little like I guess unsure about number one, if he's if he's legit 
20, 20 million a year. I don't think Bean does it. I think he's just going to go back to the draft it. and yeah, I, it's Brandon Bean. We could afford. I mean, <laughs> he would find a way. Make, he could literally make one move and re- rework Josh Allen's contract and free up forty million dollars just by doing yeah. that one move. So, could it? Is it possible? Would Josh Allen do it? I'm probably like ninety nine percent sure he would. Oh yeah, but I just I don't. Twenty million. I think it's going to be first year. First, I think. It, I think Odell wants a three-year deal, and if he signs with Buffalo, it's going to be first-year laden incentive. Sec- sec- second year, it's going to be like half, like half guaranteed. You know, maybe for about eleven million dollars, and then the rest is going to be incentive based. And then the third year will be he'll kind of build it backwards. How what he did with Von Miller, it's where he front-loaded it, and then at the end, it's all going to be um, non-guaranteed money. And I think he's right. gonna. Be, I think if OBJ comes, it's gonna be the opposite. To where, all right, we'll give you some money, but it's gonna be at the end. We're gonna make sure you're healthy and you're gonna continue to play at this high level. You know. Yeah, and see, that's the other piece of all of this. If if he in fact is not ready, not physically able to play this year, do you still sign him? No, no, and nobody will. If he can't play this year, people won't sign. They won't sign him. I don't. I don't think that's necessarily true. I mean, like, if you could lock him up, if he, if you could get him on a deal now, and say, okay, we're going to go and sign you. I'm sorry, you're not ready to play yet. We're going to stick you on IR for the rest of the season, and then you've got two years of a 100% healthy Odell Beckham Jr., who's fully acclimated to the offense and has that chemistry and time to build with Josh Allen. I mean, Allen thrown to Diggs and OBJ. Are you and kidding Davis. me? And and Davis too. Well, I, yeah, I, I know. I, I love Davis, but he hasn't really been. <laughs> Amen. I'm a Davis believer. I've I, I've thought. I, I think, think he still will be. I think yeah. he's still going to be the number two for this team. Again, like we I said with James Cook, he just needs to grow. He was a fourth round pick for a reason. You know, this is his third year in the NFL. Give the guy a freaking break. What? But but imagine this though. You got OBJ and Davis on the outside. You move Diggs to the slot. That's There's correct. not a slot corner in the league that can match up with him. I'd put Teron Johnson on him and be like, bye bye. <laughs> you know, like, no I'm just chance. saying, I, if you want to look at down the road, he makes his team, this offense, even that much more dynamic and unstoppable. And then you go into the next year, and I don't think Devin Singletary will be with the team. If he is, it's going to be a very team-friendly deal because I think Cook, with the way we've seen him to this point, he gets elevated into the number one next year. Agreed. Whether or not the team drafts another number two guy or not, I don't know. That's going to be completely dependent on if Singletary wants to or is willing to sign a deal to stay on. Um, And maybe that would be more of a 1A, 1B next year. I don't know. But you get OBJ, Diggs, Davis, um, and then Cook with a year under his belt. And, and, and Singletary and Allen and Knox, like, who are you going to stop? And Shakir, for that matter, too. Thank you. He's, our our one and lo- our one lover is Khalil Shakir. That's <laughs> the one guy that me and you just share an undying love for. I mean, he, yes. I, I, I think the world of this kid, and I, I feel like he's getting an unfair shake. I honestly do. Yeah, 
I, I would like to see more of him. I mean, I mean, the coaches, I mean, they're there f- for a reason, you know. Um, we aren't, so there's maybe there's why we're doing seeing. it. Yeah, there's a reason why we're sitting here talking about it, and they're sitting in the office getting paid millions to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect way to put it. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's get back to the Jets. Uh, we're getting yeah. close to score predictions. we got to probably talk about that. Um, I know there's you know people out there that want to see a little something coming up here soon that might involve a pie and Casey's face. This is going to be so fun. Uh, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> no, uh, I hate Amon Ross St. Brown. That's who I hate. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the Jets. What, what are the keys? What, what do we got to do to – to come out of there with a the victory. What do you think they are, might do? What do you think they should do? Tack, um, hopefully we get Deion Dawkins back. Um, our tackles need to contain the edges more, you know, kind of protect Josh Ann a lot better than we did then. Uh, Josh needs to take what he's given a little bit more often than he did. It seemed like that game he really got caught trying to chase the big play, in my, my opinion. Um, I think we're going to need to establish a run, kind of like what we did. I think – I think we're going to go into this game the same way we went in against New England to where let's just pound it. You know, I, I, th- we ran a lot more than I expected to. And yeah, I think that it kind of, well, it made me think of when Green Bay wouldn't stop running on us, especially in the second half um, to, to try to get back into that game. I think, I don't think that the Patriots were ready for the bills to keep running and keep running. I think they expected us to, try to throw and open and blow the doors off them. And I think that's what the bills are going to try to do are going to do to the jets. They're going to just sit there and wear them down and keep their, our offense on the field, our better offense and wear down that defense and then take the shots when, when we can. I mean, people forget Diggs had a 50 yard touchdown call back against the Patriots. You know, I mean, there, there were big yeah. plays made. They, that a just, that, yeah, they, they, they were just called back. So yeah. and that game could have easy, easily been 42-49 to 10. Uh, I just – I think the defense is going to – with Javavius White, Matt Milano, Jordan Poyer, um, Tremaine Edmonds, everybody except Deion Dawkins and really Jordan Phillips coming back being healthy. I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be – I think it's not a get-right game for the Bills, but it's going to be a good game for the Bills. Do you think – well, we'll get into score predictions here in a second. Um, so I, I kind of want to touch on something really, really quick. With the Jets, um, I saw a score – or not a score. <laughs> Somebody put up a score prediction, and I just thought it was a score prediction. Um, the Jets' pass defense, if I remember correctly, have had one quarterback throw for more than 200 yards against them. No one. kidding. Yeah, which was not Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> which and I don't recall who it was. I think it was Burrow actually now that I recall. Yeah, it was Joe Burrow. He's the only one that had done it. And I want to say he threw like 220 something maybe. It wasn't much over 200. So I do wonder if going into this game if we do see a whole lot of Cook and Singletary sprinkled in with some called runs for for Allen too. Can I tell you that QB power sweep? Ain't nobody can stop that. Oh god, <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? You put Yeah, like, Gilliam Knox and um, either Quentin Morris or Tommy Sweeney, whoever's active. You put Knox and Gilliam in the backfield, and you put what, the other tight end on whichever side you're going to run to, and look out for that freight train. That's a lot of bodies and a lot of weight coming at your ass. Yeah, 
Yeah. And so, just for the record, Allen did throw for over 200 yards against the Patriots. No, the Jets. Oh, the Jets. I'm sorry. And he did throw against over 200 for, against the Jets. Did he? 205. Oh, well, <laughs> barely. Hey, hey. <laughs> that's 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 kind of what I'm getting at, though, is their pass defense is very good. Very Wendy good. Williams is having a massive breakout season. I I think, yeah, um, I want to see the, the run game uh, force the corners, force the safeties to have to come down into the box, and then you can hit. And I hope – I hope and cannot wait for it that Sauce Gardner gets burned again Torch. for six. Torch. Like, I, I didn't think anything of the guy coming into the league. Like, I'm like, oh, well, this guy might be a really good corner. But now that he's in the league and I'm just the, – the chatter from him and Pretty all annoying. I don't – Yeah, I don't like it. Just just let your play talk. I know. I'm old. I get it. <laughs> it's about but, time uh, you realize. I, 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 you know, I'm one of those, I'm old school, like Barry Sanders, score touchdown, hand the ball to the ref. All this dancing and, and choreographed shows and Get jumping into the kettle. <laughs> that is me. Absolutely. <laughs> Meanwhile, I like the kettle. The whack-a-mole, you cannot tell me whack-a-mole was not funny. You cannot tell me that was not funny. You, you were such a bad liar. Next time I see no. you, I'm gonna whack them all. You, <laughs> I just I don't know. I I don't know. Like the the gritty and all of that. You look like a fool to me. <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'll give you that. Working working in schools now, I see kids doing that down the hallway, and I'm like, I want to trip you so bad. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to go up there and and, and target them. <laughs> exactly. But you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Jets. First of all, we're going to put this one up. It is score like prediction it. time. We've got a 38 to 6. Uh, I don't think we can get that many against the Jets defense. They are good. I'm going 31 They are better defense than I gave them credit for the first time around. 31 so I'm not going to do that again. You're going to win 31-17? Correct. Yep. Wow. Okay. Is that what you were going to go? I, how's, how's it no, feel, Ron? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm actually not. Uh, I'm going. St I'm still thinking closer. Um, I do want to say this. I'm not going to bring him into the show because he's probably not ready, and I don't want to put him on the spot. But Mike, put it in the comments. I want to see your score prediction. We'll put it up here. Um, mine. I'm going to go 24-20. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, 24-20. I don't think it's necessarily one of those cases where we get the last second touchdown to, to get it to win or anything like that. I think we, you know, we, I don't say coast through the game. It's going to be on the edge of your seat kind of because the score is going to stay close. But I think it's going to be one of those where um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets get a late touchdown and then uh, we bleed the clock from there, per, you know, possibly. But um, the defense is good. They are very, very good. They are um, very good. I like yeah. our offense better. I like our offense too, but the last time we went up against that defense, we did not fare so well. <laughs> well, I get, I agreed, but again, I think that really was just not, they. I think the Bills just same old Jets, you know. Maybe, yeah. There's that's certainly a possibility. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. Your uncle agrees with me. All these choreographed celebrations should be flagged. Yes, well, he he's old too. Come on, Santa. <laughs> That's great. That's great. All right. So here is uh, Mike 
He's saying 30. I'm I think I'm assuming 3127 Bills. I hope. The last time he didn't pick the Bills to win, they didn't. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's saying okay. He's saying Bills 3127. Oh, maybe that wasn't uh, my Uncle Joe. Which one? The 38 to 6? No. Never mind. Um, so you know what time told, it is. Yep. <laughs> Everyone, I'm going to be logging off for myself because I need to get ready for this real quick. Hold on. Thank you all for great. listening and go Bills. <laughs> go Bills. This is going to be great. And just so everybody I, knows, you'll still be able to hear me. <laughs> we're going to we're going to hear him squeal. <laughs> Yeah, you are. Trust me. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this all week long. So just really quick, so everybody understands, um, the youngster here called me out on a bet, saying that I'm on St. Brown would not get to or get over 100 yards against the Bills on Thanksgiving, um, and you know, as you know, I I won. Uh, I'm on St. Brown. Did I oh. have a game against the Bills? Unfortunately. Sometimes I don't like being right. I'm sorry, Casey. This is going to happen though. Uh, <laughs> I'm loving the comments here. Here's another one too. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I'm dreading this, everybody. I hope you all know. Here it comes. It's coming soon. Do we need a countdown? We need a drum roll. That's what we need. <laughs> Pie time, let's go. He's really focused. This is gonna be awful. This can, is gonna be see that. absolutely terrible. I'm shaking in my boots. <laughs> That's okay. We're all gonna enjoy this though. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you guys I mean, are. Hey, that's what's all about making other people smile, making other people happy. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's what that's what this is. Oh. We, we we've got a countdown going over here in the comments. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Let's go. Get that I, pie in the face. Everybody, it, I'm just waiting on the wife. She's coming. <laughs> I can hear cat out there messing around. Oh, I'm glad I waited to take a shower. That's probably a good idea. You're going to have it all up in the beard. Like, your beard's going to be wider than mine. Dude, I know. And that's hard because you're old. It is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's on the way. Oh, all right. I'm going to start praying. I <laughs> I hope she doesn't break my nose. That's my one hope. Did you do anything to piss her off today? Uh, I mean, I breathed. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. You're married, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Love you, wife. I, just so you know, this is going on on our TikTok videos. This is uh, We're going to make this go as viral as it possibly can. If I did this and it didn't go on TikTok, I would be so pissed off at you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would be so mad. <laughs> this is great. All these old comments will catch up to you. That's right. You're yeah. going to be old one day, too. You see all this gray hair? I'm 24. <laughs> 
six years old. It's catching up already. Trust me. That's oh, good. Trust also, me. this is going to have to go up on Instagram. Um, we're going to have to throw this up on Facebook, uh, Twitter, like everybody. Oh, no. Here it comes. The dogs are chasing her. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. Say hi, babes. Hi. No, Hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's got a cutting board. Can you use the smooth side, please? And not the part that's going to absolutely crush me. Just just don't knock him out. <laughs> you, I wish y'all could see the smile on this woman's face. I can imagine. Okay, that's enough. I hear, I hear the whipped cream. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? I think it's almost empty anyway. Oh. Oh, shit. oh, she almost dropped it. That would not have been on me, everyone. That would have been on her. That's okay. If that happens, we just got to scrape it off the floor and shove it in your face. <laughs> okay, here we go. Do I have to say All anything right. for anything? Say whatever you want. Oh, I don't have anything to say. I wasn't prepared. Okay. Just just smack me already. <laughs> Close your eyes. All right. Don't get it up my nose. Oh, your nose. <laughs> yeah, don't breathe in. And your ears. Just go. Don't breathe in. Oh my god. <laughs> what the? Ah. What the? <laughs> right, oh my god. And it's all over that chair. Oh sorry. This is why we have dogs. Here. It's fine. No, not that sure. Oh, sorry. Okay. That's awesome. Well, That's thanks, Mafia. Love you guys. There you go. <laughs> that was fantastic. All right. We are going to get out of here. Casey's going to go get himself cleaned up. Yep, that is beard. That beard is definitely whiter than mine. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's great. That's great. Yeah. All right. I was not prepared. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good week. Go right. Bills. Screw the Jets. Go Bills. Go Bills. Look at it. Look at it. Logie.